0: This is the Scare With Sales podcast. In today's episode, we're continuing our discussion from the how to use TikTok for business webinar with Sana Niminen and Rasmus. You know, authenticity is one thing, but you can also use a, this is not, this is me, not not Sana necessarily saying this, but it. you pick a, you have to take a stance. Like I did it re- at my post from yesterday where I said like you should delegate poorly. I take a stance, that's a stance I have. I don't think you should delegate well. I think you should delegate poorly and that is better than delegating well. It sounds like a counterintuitive, but I think it's like that gets you thinking. It gets somebody immediately commented on it. It's like, yeah, I don't believe, I don't agree. I'm like, yes, he's getting (laughs) comments. There we go. So if you as a company, when you do this thing, if you take a stance pro and against something, that generates interest. If it's bland with no, there's nothing there. There's nothing for me to care about. But if there's something, yeah, well, we believe, like let's say with Fitful, we believe that children should be climbing and moving around in the home and make furniture that also double functions as as, uh, climbing objects. Instead of having a sterile environment where we're afraid of the kid falling, we think falling is a part of the child's learning. Let's say they'd say that. Now they, they split the audience. They have split. Some people, yeah, you fit what you're right. And some people say, no, mm-hmm. that's crazy. The child might hurt themselves. But now you see, we get this thing going. I don't know, that was not mm. the purpose of that video that you showed, but I'm, I'm just using something that you using some yeah. type of sta- a statement, a positioning of yourself helps to drive interactions.
1: It can be a bit dangerous, I have to say. Uh, many companies that I've been discussing with uh, about this, B2B companies have started doing that. Stopped doing that because they don't want to be in the middle of a PR crisis. So I understand that uh, some companies do that and they do it well, but it's it's a risky business. I have to be transparent with you uh, because if you say something that you think is not that it's not that bad, you can say that and someone is like, get like the anger level is growing. So it's it's risky. It's also some uh, uh, advisors recommend doing that um i would say use your me personally maybe i wouldn't do that
0: I say if you don't need to don't do it it's your recommendation yeah <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but it's it's very common that that companies also do that but it's 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 yeah. a dangerous thing
0: and i gotta mention here i don't talk about politics here uh for me it's uh, like no it's business related like business related statements that that everybody thinks you should cut their lawn you know once a week and i say you should cut it every day you know that you know in the certain that industry might be like that's a thing like oh you're taking the stands for the one the day cutters okay you know (laughs) so yeah anyway
1: how you should structure your video so that it works on tiktok and you can also use it on youtube shorts instagram reels facebook watch if you need to you should be starting with a hook maybe you're familiar with this but it can be a written hook on the video it can be a random movement happening like the viewer is like what's happening it's interesting what is happening <laughs> uh, starts starts to get interested you the hook is where you are grabbing your viewers attention and you need to pay attention what you have in the beginning of the video you can also start with a short story like let's say in one sentence one or two sentences where when you're explaining the most common problem or the most common situation when your client is using your let's say product one example of this could be like um uh let's say you're selling um pillows and you start your video with um uh, let's say are you frustrated when you can't sleep but your partner can that's it i'm like i would be immediately like yes i am frustrated about that why does it happen to me and then you like then you st- then you continue like I have something that is gonna m- tremendously change the way you sleep. I mean that's the hook. That's what you should be doing in the beginning of your video. When the hook is when the hook is good, then you move to value, it's the second part. Then you don't need to be so quick when it comes to you're giving the value, you're giving the, the solution. Let's say when it comes to a a pillow you're explaining the situation that you have and you're you're explaining how your pillow that you're selling is so much better and what it does in tech protect all that type of stuff that's where you give the value and you will end your video to call to action you are making your viewer to do something to follow your page to visit your web website web store whatever Or share this with your partner so that he can, he can buy you a new pillow, (laughs) whatever. Like you need to have something because now you have the attention and now you've given your pitch, you need to make the people do something with the information that you're giving to them. And this is something that I've been, I've been studying TikTok for three years now. And this is how each and every well-performing video is built. This is something that you should
0: be doing as well. you get this also through experimentation, just so like Sana mentioned on this b two b case that they're running they okay, they're doing seven a week. so they, but they you can even do three or even one a week, You'll be able to see statistics on like what's working. Like if we do this hook was this good hook and then we had no hook, and you'll notice like, oh, well, the one with the hook works better, and then, okay, let's adjust the hook. Like you <coughs> this is also what we talk about the so move and target. If Sana says something like now, she didn't give too specific, but if she's saying something now, if we ask Sana again in six months or years, she go, "No, nah, no, the hook is now different. This is the way you do it now, because it's, all, it's yeah. all, yeah, it's an experimental process. So for you as a company, you, starting is the hardest thing. Like you just got to get started, then you will see, you will start learning some of the things that's going to work right away.
1: Maybe very, very shortly, what we do is that. We create at TikTok marketing and, uh, we create short form video content strategies. so if you don't know what to do and what to post, we can do it for you. We create the strategy based on the other uh, social media strategy or based on your whole company strategy so that it all goes well um, uh, into into that. Of course, on top of that, we create content calendars so that you have suggestions, what you should be posting, what are other, people posting within your industry, what are they talking about? What are the keywords that they're using? You have all that um, cleared out in a calendar. Uh, We also do video editing, copywriting, TikTok paid ads. And of course, as you you saw in the beginning, we do optimization uh, of your video. So if you have content already being posted on LinkedIn on video content, let's say Instagram, uh, we do the optimization so that it also works on TikTok it looks different as you saw in the beginning but uh that's what we also do and if needed we also you can also outsource your content creation at our agency. one thing i want to want to add here is that what we do differently than others is that we as a, as of my background i'm a consultant i understand people who own companies and i understand how business works in general it's just not me Saying that, okay, some TikTok guru said this, so this is what I'm gonna say as well. Uh, It's actually based on data and studying how the content is being created for three years. And my background, of course, in marketing and all that. And as of, as of, I, of course, as I've been a content creator myself, I know what it is to create. Content and I create content myself as well for my company. So it's it's a different setting that I that we have than maybe the others. It's very common that uh, agencies are just giving advice, but they have never ever been content creator themselves, or they don't have any experience when it comes to consulting companies and the the the, the daily life of a company, how it all structured, and how we need to make sales x amount and and all that.
0: Uh, Sana's great at this stuff, and uh, like you can see with Fitfood, like she could take a company where have they ha- you have videos, and she could just okay, let's make this video work for TikTok, and then magic, and suddenly they're making money. And then, then uh, we talked a little bit about the B two B success. We we saw Fit Fitfood was a B two C case, and then we had the B2C, the one that you met yeah. recently, the uh, whatever roof stuff. But you've yeah. had you've worked with other B two B companies as well, uh, right? That do you have any? Do you have any like success cases? It doesn't have to be your own necessarily, but uh, because I've heard you have, you told me more examples of B2B success.
1: Well, with my own company, I'm making so much success as a B2B company uh, on TikTok. I have posted like 24 videos and I have gotten like eight requests for a quotation and TikTok coaching. I get like, people are calling me asking if I could come in and and give them a coaching on this and this topic. And they're sending me WhatsApp messages. They're sending me emails and I only have like 1000 followers in my, in my new account. So what I want to be transparent with as a business owner from, from another business owner is that, or a, a business management person is that just, just create the content because it it's alive on TikTok and like, it, it's not like on instagram let's say you post something it dies after 2 days on tiktok it can, you can you can get more views and more views and more views and it's like it's just like so easy to get people to remember what you do continuously and they get back to you they call and they they send emails and it's crazy as of as of Business owner, because I what I thought is like is like uh, I thought I need to be in in every conference when when it comes to this uh, certain industry that I am in. But no, actually, I'm just posting content, mm-hmm. giving value, educating, and the content finds people who are my target audience. Of course, some of them are not, but I'm making myself look and dis- communicate in that way that they feel like okay, I'm gonna call Sana. I'm gonna ask for an offer. And like, when they call me, they are like, they are warm. And they are like, okay, Tona, I know you. Like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, fuck okay. yeah. It's, it's a totally different atmosphere after you've been creating content.
0: That is the warm versus the cold lead. I, I, there's a Michael Bohanes, he does really well on LinkedIn now and YouTube. And one of the things he said, Was that you know, like a a smart procrastination or something called it? Like smart, how smart people procrastinate, and one of them he mentioned it was uh, conferences, because like, and I've thought about it too. If I let's say I go to Germany for a conference for two days, that's basically me being out of out of action for practically four days, and depending on the hangover, it might be longer. So like, mm-hmm. I lose not only like the whole work day, like there's so much intensity going on. Yes, you meet people, there, there, are, there are benefits and I like conferences, so I will go there. But I'm, I I, see that yeah, the business side is not as strong, like compared to what if I would have been made, instead of spending four days, what if I would have made say four videos, which doesn't take a whole yeah. day to do. That mm-hmm. in your case would have to like on average would have made one lead. So yeah. so it's like, we, we all, I don't want that I, I literally don't want this digital media to be more effective than the actual real physical meat world. but apparently <laughs> it is it and, saves
1: yeah. so much time. It's yeah. good. it's it's a great addition. let's say if if you if you, you if your business life used to look like you're like let's say every month you're visiting one conference, it's exhausting if it's in another country and you're traveling and all that. What if? Instead of that, you would create content that would resonate, and you know how to build that, and you find the audience, and people are calling you. There, you're getting leads, you're getting interest, and you have been, let's say, in the office just shooting videos, yeah. planning. It, that. It's it's crazy, it's crazy. But I don't, I don't, I want all the information that I have uh, to to de- deliver that for you because I think as a business owner, it's a game changer.
0: And it's like, I I think video is the next thing, especially the short form videos. If we look back in history, as soon as we created newspapers, that created new influencers. We were the newspaper creators, they made a lot of money. Then we got radio, they make a lot of money. Then we got television, they and, and then cable television, they start making money. Then it moves over to the internet, which is like normal internet, whatever we want to call that. Then we get social media that moves over there again. And now we go into these short-form TikTok type of videos. Now we're there. And the winners are the ones that using this mass like mass uh, it's scalable. We're using these scalable tools to get our message out. That, that's how we win. If I'll be on, on the street screaming, "Come buy my product!" Like n- there's nobody, even by the chance, there's probably nobody in Turku who's gonna buy from me, because nobody's walking through the city center anymore. Where I, well, who is in my customer base? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, so
0: that for all of us, it's just. I, that's why I got onto this train now because I don't think there's a way back. Like this is yeah. where business is now. I happen to grow up in a time where TikTok wasn't big. Like I'm 35 now, so TikTok wasn't big when I was 25. So I feel it's kind of foreign to me. But I'm realizing if I grew up now, it'd be obvious. Of course, I'm using TikTok and YouTube Shorts. That's like how things work. So I'm, I'm realizing I, I gotta just go go with this. You know, I I don't like that it's a Chinese company. I don't like it, but it's like what? Like there, there is money here. My clients are here. We happen to meet on this platform, but that's where it's going. And we yeah, well, you could do YouTube Shorts as well. They're similar to TikTok. So, but anyway, yeah, there's no way back.
1: Repurpose, repurpose that. Of course, learn how to make good videos short form videos for your for your business obviously. Yeah. Uh, what we discussed with Vilpa is that every time that they analyze their followers, they are surprised by the fact that most of their followers are like 40, 40 years old. And I think that's something to end this with because what we think, of course I shared that the that, that what is the the biggest group of people using uh, what's the age of the biggest group of using TikTok? But there are still so many users and like over 40 using TikTok that yeah. I don't want you to miss out.
0: <laughs> and maybe they're more even likely to buy because it might be a slightly mm-hmm. more creative people who's like, yeah, let's jump on this new trend. And mm-hmm.
1: if you want to do it in the long run, you should have different days to to plan your content, to uh, shoot your content and to edit your content. Uh, I usually plan my content on Friday. I shoot it on on Monday or or Tuesday, and I send it out to someone to 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 someone to edit it, because the editing is the part that takes so much time. Uh, there are also many tools to where you can do that yourself as well. But um, I'm not gonna lie; it's gonna take some time from you. But if you want to sell, it's such a great way to use your time if you don't if you don't want to do cold calling and all that that type of stuff take some of that time and start creating content even even one video a week when you keep doing that people are starting to remember that okay it's sana who is posting all that tiktok stuff they are going to remember you and it's going to pay off it is going to be pay off. Not that quickly as cold calling, but I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the only one who hates doing cold calling. So I will start like that.
0: I mean, did Asana, she mentioned at the beginning a little bit like yeah, sneakily, but she said, so do you want to like, um, do you want to do business or do you want to let your competitors do the business for you? You know, because if you're not on TikTok and you're not on YouTube shorts, they're going to get your audience eventually. You can be first. You, even if you start now, you might already be second. Who knows? But if you're if you're like not there, you're gonna be like I see so many of these like old school companies. I say they're in the, the guys are in the 50s, uh the guys who owns the company. Uh, and I very much respect what they've done. But when they 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 jump off the tra- like they're done, they're not on the train when things are moving, and suddenly you see their company slowly dying, like like mm. newspapers. Like, I don't like why are newspapers not doing TikToks? I don't understand. Why are they like new the, i follow guys who will be on the street let's say there's a riot he's on the street filming that's live streaming and he has the whole live stream available so i can see there's no fuzziness going on like which what i believe the media is doing now why wouldn't they just do that why would that how difficult it is to go put that he puts like a gopro on his head or something goes out it's not that hard and then they, they can repurpose and do all kinds of stuff but the, but yeah so you see this do we want to be the companies who just misses this and like, yeah, you rest of you customers, rest of my customers, you yeah. can go with my competitors. I'll I'll just hang here and wait until until my company yeah. is just not around anymore.
1: Yeah, and the, the the question is not anymore if you can directly through TikTok reach the CEO of the company or the purchaser. If you can reach someone who is interested in your content and is sharing it internally in the company, that is the question also
0: um yeah but well, maybe yeah. we should round off on that so and yeah, thank, uh, thank you. you seeing also that comment uh, thank you everybody for coming i appreciate it please you know follow uh sana on tiktok of course but also she's on linkedin sana nemen and okay. if you don't follow me please add me as well uh, and uh, yeah i appreciate all of you coming and uh yeah everybody take care have a great rest thank of the day much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the scale with sales podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts. So find me on LinkedIn, just search for Rasmus Basilio and you'll find me there. I'll make it a point to respond to all messages I get. If startup sales and international expansion interests you more, you can find more insights and resources at euroscalers.com. Thank you again for listening.